Welcome to Trem Calgary Podcast, where we believe that there's power in the Word of God. You're welcome to join us every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. at 10307 Eamon Road, Northwest Calgary, where we hear the Word of God through our head pastor, Pastor Kaede Ajayi. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Trem Calgary to receive frequent updates about upcoming church programs and events. Here is the word, listen and be blessed. Come on, open your mouth and begin to say, Lord, touch me today. Say, do not pass me by today. Reach out to me. Let your hand of righteousness come upon me today. Le Prada. Somebody say, Lord, I lay aside everything that I have, everything I ever want to be. Hallelujah. Jesus said, come. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. Child of God, I want you to know that you've come to the place of rest. You've come to Mount Zion. You've come to the city of the living God. Hallelujah. Make us out here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word because your word is yea and amen. No iota of your word goes back to you. Void. Lord, it accomplishes the purpose for which you send it. And so, Lord, I pray for your people that it will accomplish the purpose for which it is sent today in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray. Can I hear a believing amen? Can I hear a believing amen? Put those hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. As the choir takes her seat. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Can I hear an amen? Praise the Lord. I hope you know you're on the winning side. Amen. The winning side is the shouting side. Hallelujah. Can I hear hallelujah? Praise the Lord. Anytime you hear a noise, I want you to know that that side is the winning side. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to thank the Lord for a special opportunity to share God's word in this exalted altar. I want to thank the Lord for the bishop of the house. The bishop of the house. I thought I would hear some clapping and some appreciation. Hallelujah. You know, one of the difficult things to do is to be a pastor. Amen. Amen. I like a lot of response. Amen. Do you know why? Because the pastor is not just a preacher. He's a shepherd. It's someone that has the watch over the sheep. Amen. So, when you don't prosper, he cries. When you don't make progress, he cries. If you go to Psalms 23, you see the credentials of a pastor. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So the pastor is one that keeps you in the place of not wanting. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I want to appreciate the Lord that you have such a pastor. Amen. If you appreciate the Lord, you will clap. Praise the Lord. You know what? We have the Spirit of God. And so you don't need anyone to tell you when you enter a place where the Spirit of the Lord is. And you don't need anyone to tell you who God is with. I came in last week Sunday and I listened to him and I said, The hand of the Lord is upon this young man. Praise the Lord. Amen. And like the testimony that was shared on Sunday, stay put. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, stay put. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to share from God's word today. I want to let you know that periods of fastings are periods where destinies are redefined. So I don't take fasting periods for a joke because I know that the things that I've been waiting and looking for, I will find. Praise the Lord. And whenever the Lord says, have a fast, it means that the Lord has something to do in your life. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. It says, if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Child of God, fasting times are times when we seek the face of the Lord. Praise the Lord. That scripture ended that, and I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so I prophesy to someone here under the authority of the fasting. I want to let you know that your land will be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 2, we will read to verse 12. Amen. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 2, we will read it to verse 12. Amen. Quickly, can we have it? Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, that meaning saying to Jesus, Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? It was a question. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Go! And show John again. Somebody say again. Amen. Amen. Those things which ye do hear and see. What are the things you hear and see? Next verse please. Hallelujah. He says, the blind receive their sight. And the lame walk. The leopards are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. Next verse please. To verse 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quickly, verse 6. And it says, And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Verse 7. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitude, Consigning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaven with wind. Next verse. And what went ye out to see? A man clothed with such remnants? Behold, they that wear soft clothings are in the king's house. Next verse. But what went ye out to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you. More than a prophet. So what is he saying? Jesus was telling them that John the Baptist was more than a prophet. Next verse. For he, this is he of whom it was written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before me. Verse 11. Verily I say unto you, Amongst them that are born of a woman, there had not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding. He that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, referring to John the Baptist. Next verse. Right from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence does what? Take it. By force. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus. Verse 12. Keep it on. It says, right from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God entered into a new realm. Entered into a new mode of operation. And that operation is that violent people began to arise. And those violent people begin to inflict violence on the kingdom. Violent people began to place demand on the kingdom. Violent people began to impose violence. The Bible says, why? So that they will do what? Take it by force. 
Somebody say, take it by force. Praise the Lord. Four key words. Violence. The violent. The kingdom of heaven. And take it. The Greek word for violence is bio. I thought I would hear somebody. Is what? Amen. And what does it mean? It means to take it by force. I looked at a, a, a dictionary interpretation of that word. It says to force through a crowd yourself. Hallelujah. So, taken by force means that you broke through a crowd. You pierced through a resistance and you took something. Praise the Lord. It says to apply force on something. It says to press. Like Apostle Paul said, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. So, whenever you're pressing to collect something, it means you're doing what? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Second word, the violent, is beatis. It means a forcer that is energetic. So it means someone that has so much of energy that he exerts it on a system. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. The kingdom only recognizes forceful people. The kingdom is not for soft people. The kingdom is waiting for people that will say no and will stop at nothing. The kingdom is waiting for those that in the face of opposition, they will not give up. Praise the Lord. Do I have a church here? Amen. Pressing. Amen. Another thing you need to take note of in the scripture is the kingdom of God. So what it tells me that my pressure is being exerted at where I need something from. So I exert my energy where I expect a result from. Amen? So our source is the kingdom of God. That is where everything that we need is available. Amen. Your inheritance in Christ is in the kingdom. The things that the devil stole from you, you can get it from the kingdom. Lost times that the canker worms and the plumber worms ate, you can get it from the kingdom. Praise the Lord. So, what I need to do as a child of God is to put pressure on what? The kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 10. Jesus was teaching and he said, let your kingdom what? Come. Why? Was he expecting the throne room of God to come to earth? No. But it was simply saying that the operations of heaven, the deliverables of heaven can be enjoyed on earth. Child of God, you can be on earth and you're enjoying all that heaven has to offer to you. Amen? Praise the Lord. You can enjoy all of it. Scripture says, every good and perfect gift comes from where? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? So what I'm saying in essence is that the supernatural is what, what? Controls the natural. Any man that has the supernatural automatically controls what? The natural. John chapter 3 and verse 27. It says, every good and perfect gift... Then John chapter 3 says, a man can receive nothing except is given from what? Above. Praise the Lord. So everything that you want 
comes from what? Above. Amen. And above is what? The kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. So child of God, while we men are waiting for heaven to react on our behalf, heaven is waiting for us to be as While people are crying, God, hear my prayers. God is expecting you to do something. Praise the Lord. Biazo is an action. It's an action word. Praise the Lord. Amen. Matthew 18 and verse 18. What did it say? 18 and verse 18. Whatever you bind on earth is what? Bound in heaven. What does that mean? Heaven is waiting for you to take an action. So until you bind, heaven will stay still. Do I have a child of God here? Binding is an action word like Beazo. Amen. Scripture says in Matthew, Can a man go into a strong man's house and obtain his treasures without binding him first? That was a question. So it means that you need to take an action. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, take an action. Biazo. Hallelujah. I also want to tell you that I'm still talking about the kingdom. Every kingdom has a mode of operation. There are certain things you must know about kingdoms. Firstly, there's always a king. Praise the Lord. Secondly, there are subjects or what we call citizens. Praise the Lord. There's also a territory. So without a territory, there is no kingdom. Amen? And finally, there are rules and principles by which the kingdom is governed. Praise the Lord. And child of God, I want to start with citizens. Only citizens can enjoy the best of a nation. That's why we struggle to have our PROs. We want to be citizens of Canada, right? Why? So that you can have access. Somebody say access. Access to everything that Canada has to offer. Amen. Likewise, the kingdom of God has citizens. You don't know? And if you don't know, I want to announce to you that you are one. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12. Quickly. The Bible says that we were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So what does that mean? It means you are now in the kingdom of God. And every right that a citizen of heaven have, you have also to enjoy. Praise the Lord. So if you're a citizen and you're not enjoying it, then you need to go and look at your passport again. If it's Canadian, if it's U.S., still reading Nigeria. Amen? <laughs> still green. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Amen. That simply tells you who you are. Even though you're here on earth walking, you are a citizen of heaven, and you have the right and access to draw from the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Can I hear a believing amen? Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12 told us of an operational mode. Told us of a principle at which you can get from heaven. And it told us violence. Violence. The only thing that heaven hears is violence. The only thing that heaven recognizes Violent people. Why? Because they are the ones that have access to take. Amen? Are you hearing me today? So, I would ask the question, what kind of violence is the Bible talking about? Is he a man that has the ability to display strength? Physical strength? Is this someone that has the access to weaponry? And you can use it. You, you know, once you're holding a weapon, you're, you're very violent. You can be a violent person. Amen? So is that what the Bible was talking about? Huh. 
Amen? Definitely not. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But he told us that principalities and powers. Amen. Second Corinthians. What about Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 for those that write it? It says, for the weapon of our warfare, they are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So it tells us that what our what the violence that the that the, the, the kingdom of God is expected is not a physical one. Praise the Lord. I'll show you the violence. Matthew chapter eleven and verse twelve. Matthew eleven and verse twelve started with a reference point. It says. Right from the days of what? John the Baptist. So it tells us that John the Baptist is the what? Reference point. So if you look at the life of John the Baptist, you'll be able to tell if he was a man of violence or not. Praise the Lord. We're going to be taking it upwards. So you give me from here to verse 11. Verse 11 told us something very special. He began to read the credentials of John the Baptist. Up to verse 10. And it says, John the Baptist was somebody that was prophesied. And the Bible says that he was the one that will come before the master and make a crooked way straight. Praise the Lord. Another scripture says he, he will come in the might of Elias. Elias is Elisha. We know Elisha. Elisha was a no-nonsense prophet. Praise the Lord. He was the one that called fire down. He was the one that all the, bow, all the prophets of Baal, he burned them one. He was the one that made sure there was no rain for three and a half years. So, John the Baptist had that kind of credential. Praise the Lord. But verse 11 said something. He said, nobody that was born of a woman before John the Baptist is greater than him. And he stopped. And he said something. The least person in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. So a big question mark. So it means John the Baptist is the least in the kingdom. Why? The answer is in verse 2 to verse 6. John the Baptist heard of what was happening. He was in prison and he sent his disciples to Jesus and he said are you the man that we expect that means his beliefs this fact that Jesus was the son of God had changed amen praise the Lord so you see why he was demoted he was demoted automatically by the reason of the fact that he didn't believe any longer praise the Lord if you go down the scripture, Jesus said, remember I said again. Jesus said, go and tell him again. Somebody say again. again. Do you know what? Go and tell him that the blind see. The lame walk. Leopards are cleansed. Go and tell him that deads are being raised. And he was telling him, go and tell them that the poor is receiving the gospel. <sighs> Child of God. Do you know signs and wonders are for unbelievers? Believers don't need sign to believe. We believe before we see it. Bible says we walk by faith and not by what? Sight. So, John the Baptist had entered into the state of unbelieving. And automatically, do you know what? He was demoted. I pray that you will not enter into such trends. Praise the Lord. Quickly, the Holy Spirit told me, violence in the realm of the spirit is faith. Any man that has faith is a violent man. John the Baptist didn't operate by faith. He wasn't a violent. And the Bible says, from now on, the violence will do what? Take it by force. Child of God, violence is about taking. The reason why you need to get violent, or rather, the reason why you need to have faith is because you want to take. And taking it by force. It's about taking. I told my kids, 
If you have it in your hand, do you need faith for it? Ask them. If the house you're living, do you pray, God, give me a house when you have a house? No. You ask for things that you have not seen. You ask for things that you are expecting from the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's what faith is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrew chapter 10 and verse 38. It began to define how we need to operate. Faith is what is used in the kingdom to be as It says, now the just shall live by faith. That's what Hebrew chapter 10 and verse 38 says. What? Now. What did it say? Now. So an era has changed. We have entered into another era. And the era is the era of what? Faith. And it's now. On that scripture, say, faith is now. But if any man draw back, like John the Baptist, my soul shall not have what pleasure in him. So the moment you had faith, and somewhere along the line, your faith dwindled in the Lord, the Bible says, I don't have what pleasure in such a person. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 6. We know the scriptures. But we're going to put them together today. Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 6. Look at what it says. But without faith, it is impossible to do what? Please God. Kingdom principle. And I'm certain that you can't get anything from a man that you don't please. I don't see someone that gives to somebody is unhappy with. Praise the Lord. Amen. Romans chapter 14 and verse 23. The B part. It says, whatsoever that is done without faith is sin. The definition of sin in the New Testament is anything you do without faith. So if you're praying without faith, zero. If you're fasting without faith, zero. If you are approaching the throne of grace without faith, zero. The Bible says, let not that man think he can get anything from God. James chapter 2. Praise the Lord. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. 6 and verse 12. And we will run. He says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So he was telling us our weapons are not carnal. Then go to verse 16. So he told us the replacements of the, of the carnal nature of doing things. Verse 16 told us. Can you go to verse 16? He says, above all, take the shield of what? Faith. Above all, he had said a lot of things. And he now says, above all. Child of God, if you are without faith... You are nothing in the kingdom. That's why Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you can begin to command and tell mountains to move. That's an action thing. It means you have entered into the realm where you begin to command by force. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. The Bible talks about a woman of, with the issue of blood. The Bible says she came and all of a sudden there was a crowd around Jesus. But do you know what she did? Biazo. The Bible says she began to press. She began to push. She was piercing through. 
until she was able to touch. And I, I, I can see it in my, my, mind's, in my mind's eye. She stretched until she was able to touch the hem of his garment. The hem of the garment is, the, is, the, is, the, is, is like, like the most outer part of your garment. Praise the Lord. And do you know how Jesus ended it? Jesus ended it by saying, ah, your faith has made you whole. So he told you that it was about faith. Faith gives birth to you wanting to take by force. She pressed. What about blind Bartimaeus? The Bible says Jesus was passing by and all of a sudden he heard it. He was blind, he couldn't see, but he heard it. And the Bible says he began to shout, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible says the more he was saying it, they were shutting him off. So anyone has, that has the spirit of violence will not shut. Hey, sorry to interrupt. I hope you're enjoying the message. Just wanted to let you know that due to some technical difficulties, there's an echo in the audio for the rest of the podcast. This is hopefully just a one-time thing. Thank you for your patience. The Bible, the Bible says he, he began, began to, to shout, shout the, the more. more. He was shouting because he was, he was a violent man, man in the inside, inside of, him. of him. Even, Even though, though he was, he was blind. blind. And, and Jesus, Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus, Jesus stopped. stopped. You know, anytime, anytime he hears, he thou son, son of David, he always stops. And the Bible, and the Bible says, turned to him, to him and said, what do you what want? He said, that I may receive my sight. How did Jesus end it? Thy faith had made you whole. So it means it's about faith. If you want to press, if you want to push, if you, if you want, want to obtain, obtain by force in the, the kingdom, kingdom, you need what? Faith. faith. Amen. Can, Can I ask someone to say faith? faith? Faith must find its expression. You can't, you can't tell, tell me you have faith and, and you do nothing with your faith. faith. You can't, you can't tell me you have faith and you have situations that are beating you down. Faith has a way of finding its expression. For the woman with the issue of blood, she pressed. She took an action. For blind Bartimaeus, he kept talking. He kept confessing. Have mercy on me. Praise the Lord. And I'll give you scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. It says, it says, we also have the same spirit of faith. As they had believed and they prophesied or they spoke, we also have faith. We will speak. So, faith is in the speaking. And your confession, child of God, must have to be in line with the word of God. Your confession cannot be different from what you have believed. If you believe that God is able to give you a job, then you cannot be coming to church and say, ah, there's no job in Canada, in this Canada, there's no job, there's no, you can't do that. Your confession is different from your belief. Amen. You can't, I tell them in church, you can't say you have faith, you believe in God to travel, you don't have an international passport. How, would, would you swim abroad? Faith will make you go and do a passport. Even when you have no money in the bank. Faith moves people into taking actions. That's what happened to that woman. She was pushing and pressing. Amen. If you read James chapter 2 verse 14. James began to say, If you tell me you have faith, show me your works. Amen. Show me your corresponding action. He said, faith without works is dead. Faith without doing something in the line and in the direction of your faith is a dead faith. A child of God that does not have faith is like a lion without a teeth. It's, it's, it's just like a dog. A glorified dog. The Bible says that the lion is as bold as the lion. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. 
Your faith is your teeth for you to inflict. Praise the Lord. So, that's why the devil is after our faith. It doesn't care where, where you have your house, if it's in northwest, southeast, or it doesn't care about all that. He wants your faith. The moment your faith is tampered with, your destiny is tampered with. Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter 6 says, fight a good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Praise the Lord. And I will end by telling you what is faith. I'm sure some people say, but I have faith. I have faith. Which the Lord. I believe. Have faith. But nothing happens. Why does your faith? Why doesn't it produce results? If you, you say, say you have faith. faith. And I'll, I'll give you two reasons. Or rather, let me put it this way. I'll give you two ingredients of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. The first ingredient of faith. So you're going to check what you have with the scriptures. If you say you have faith, then you check it. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Say, he that comes to God must do what? Believe. That what? God is. So, so what, what does that mean? It means that you have come to the point where you believe that God is able to do all things for you, regardless of the situation. So the first ingredient of faith is belief. Most people say, yes, I believe God. Do you know there are people that believe that God is doing it for pastor, but God cannot do it for me? There are people like that. They feel pastor is righteous. Or they feel my sins are too much. And because, and because of that, God cannot reach me. That's, That's not faith. Faith is not putting pressure on yourself. It's putting pressure on heaven. Amen. Number two. But let me read the scripture. Can we go to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 11? I'm not seeing the projector. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 11. So how do you get to the point of believing? I'm not, I'm not talking, talking about, about just saying accepting. accepting. There's something beyond accepting. Hebrews chapter 11 and 11. Look at what it says. True faith, Sarah herself received the strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past the age. So she was above 90 and 100. If by man's standard, it is impossible for her to have a child. Look at what the Bible says. It says because she had judged him what? Faithful. Believing is judging God. Do you know what judging is? It's past, getting to the point of persuasion. If you've ever been to the court, it means there are two sides. For and against. And there's, and there's a, judge a judge in the center. center. The judge listens to one side and listens to the other side. That's, That's what our, our mama Sarah did. did. She, she looked, looked at, at her age, age past the age of 90. Of 90. It is, it is not, not possible for me to have, have a child. She also looked at the side. side. But, but God, God said that I will have a child. And the Bible says, as she looked at the two and she made a judgment, she, she judged him faithful. faithful. She said, God, God can, can do it. it. He cannot lie. See, until you come to the point where you judge, you have not believed. That's what happened to John the Baptist. Easily shaken from what he had believed. Circumstances. Who told you that I can't bend the rules of Canada for you? The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And they that dwell there. So even the people. He can change any heart. Rules can change it to four hours just to favor you. Child of God, you need to change and judge him faithful. Look at Abraham, Romans chapter 4. I can't stop there. Romans chapter 4 and verse 19. 
Look at Abraham. Abraham. For, For Sarah's grace, she, she joined, joined him faithful. faithful. But, but Abraham, Abraham took a different approach. Hebrew, look at, at it. it. He says, Not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. A hundred years old is as close as being to the grave. Everything is gone. And the Bible, Bible always says, Neither yet the deadness so he, he had two impossible situations. situations. If, if he was a hundred years old and had a thirty years old wife, it would have been better. So, a hundred years old man and a ninety year old woman, dead of dead. dead. Give, Give me the next, next verse. Give me the next verse. Because, because I, I want, want the faith of someone to arise today. The Bible says he staggered not at the promises. True unbelief. So, anytime you have unbelief, you are staggering. He, 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 was, he was strong in faith, giving glory, glory to God. God. Give, Give me verse 21. This is what sweets me. Let, Let me use Nigerian. It sweets me. me. Look at, look at what, what it says. says. And being fully what? Passwaded. Child, Child of God, you need to come to the point where you're fully passwaded in the matter. Abraham looked at everything and he said, I am sure that God can make, make me the, the father, father of, of many nations. nations. He, he was, was able also to perform. I don't, I don't know what God has told you. I don't, I don't know, know the prophecies that are hanging over your, your life. But, but I've come, come to tell you, if you have faith and you stay on, you will see it. it. Can, can I believe in Amen! Second thing that makes faith complete is in the Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 1. And I'll close there. And this is the ingredients that most people in church miss. Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 1. It was defining faith. And it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So the word hope is what makes your faith to be complete. If you are trusting God and you're not hoping, child of God, your faith is dead. That's what happened to John the Baptist. He was in prison and he was expecting God to come and Jesus to come and free him up. So he waited and waited and waited. His hope, his hope faded away. And he began to ask, are you the one or are we expecting another one? Hope is another word for expectation. That was the expectation of the righteous will not. So it is God proves on expectation. Hallelujah. Why do they call women an expecting mother? They expect mother. Why? Have you ever thought why? Have you ever seen a pregnant woman that expects a child to die? Women make preparation for their babies. Get a room prepared. Buy the clothes for them. Begin to do in advance. Why? Because she believes you have a life child, not a dead child. And the Bible calls it what? And an expectant mother. That's what faith does. Faith makes you to go ahead. You don't wait. You begin to prepare. So without hope, your faith is zero. John the Baptist is explicit. Example for us. Amen. Amen. And I will end by Romans chapter. We're in Romans chapter 4. Let's go to 32. I will end there. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Go to verse 17, please. So I want to show you Abraham the father of faith, right? Do you know why they call him the father of faith? Because, because Abraham didn't have any example before him. Before him, there was nobody who would have examples. But we see that, that we are compassed along with, with all witnesses. So we have, have examples. Abraham didn't have any. There was nobody for him to look back and say, the God, God that did, did it for Sister this would do it for me. He didn't have. So, so when, when he believed God, the Bible says, I called him the father of faith. Look at what happened. 
As, as it's written, I have made thee a father of many nations. That's, That's the, the promise God, God gave, gave to him. Because him who had believed, even God, who quickened the dead and collected those things that be not as though they were. Look at, look at his perception of God. Everything that was created in this world that you see today was created from things that we do not see. The Bible says God spoke them and they came to pass. Give me the next verse. Quickly, so I can close. It says, Who against hope? So the one who hope has come in. Abraham did not just believe, he also hoped. I pray that your hope will come alive. The Bible says, He hoped against hope. I pray you hope in all situations. And, and your piazza will bring results. In the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up on your feet. And begin, and begin to say, Lord, increase my faith. How did I know that? A man came to Jesus Christ and began to say, my son is with the palsy. And he said, and God says, do you believe? Do you believe? And the man says, I do. And he says, help my own belief. He says, God, help my own belief. Somebody need to pray, Lord, help my own belief. All the things that I've been doing have been doubting. I have been without hope. I have been one that trusts today and do not trust tomorrow. I am one that trusts in the situations of the world. Some people look at the circumstances. They don't look at God. It was like Peter looking at the storm. And as he was looking at the storm, the Bible said he began to sink. Somebody began to pray, Lord, I take my eyes off everything and I fix it. As Jesus Tell them how the word of God works. The Bible says that has been tested seven times. It is proven. Open your mouth and say, God, help my faith. Help me to believe I'm right. Help me to trust you right. It's about trusting God. God cannot lie. The Bible says he cannot lie. It's not a man that will lie. It's not a man that will say it in and turn back. He's able to bring it to pass. It says that so the word that has gone out of my mouth, it will not come back to me void. It will accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. God's word always accomplished. And God will not stop being God with you. Canada cannot stop God from being God. Oh, it doesn't matter what they say. Just what does the word of God say? Masatala. Can I hear the keyboard? Mekete. Hey, it's about what the word of God says. Do you believe the word? The Bible says Abraham did. Abraham did. He believed the word till the letter. God said that I will make you a father of many nations. A man that didn't have a child. God was telling nations. What do you see? Faith cannot resemble you. Faith does not bring what you look like. Let me put it in another words. words. Faith produces something that is far above what you ever think or imagine. Somebody pray and say, Lord, help my own belief. Help me, Lord, to believe. Help me to hope against hope. According to your faith, according to your faith, 
You gotta touch him. You gotta touch the hem of his garment. I said, this is Jesus. One said to him, you know, the man looked at himself, he looked at how sinful he was. He says, I am not worthy for you to come into my house, but speak to the word. And because Jesus spoke the word, he happened to him. Because he believed. And another one said to him, he says, come to my house. That if you will follow me to my house, my daughter will be healed. The same Jesus. Another one saw him passing on the road. He says, Jesus, son of David. He called on him. Called on him this morning. And whatever you want, you may want to touch the hand of his garment. You may want to ask him, follow me home. He says, speak your word to me. Let your word speak for me. Jesus is ready. He wants to do it for you. He wants to do it for you this morning. Father, we give you the praise. We thank you for your word. Father, we thank you because the entrance of your word, Lord God, he has given us life. And we will all receive the engrafted word, Lord God, into our hearts this morning. Father, we declare, Lord God, that it will bring forth good fruits in the name of Jesus. Father, we say your word, Lord God, will bring forth good fruits, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So we speak to that dead situation, that situation that looks impossible. Father, like Abraham and Sarah, Lord God, it was impossible, Lord God, for any man, for any human being to conceive at the age of 90. I don't see anyone that is 90 here. So what I'm saying is your age is not a barrier. Your age, your age is not a barrier to what God will do for you if you only believe. And I want you to pray for my brother. I want you to thank God for what God is doing through him. Especially this morning. Guess what? He came to Canada to rest. He came, he came to Canada, Canada to have fun with his family. family. But that's despite that, that, that he still would give time to God. I'm preparing this message for your life. So I want you to add that the blessing of today's service. The Bible says that God's man is the first partaker of his fruits. That he will be the first partaker of the blessings of the word for this morning in the name of Jesus. That the word will not fail him. In the name of Jesus, he would not get to a position where he was like for, for John the Baptist, that he began to doubt. John the Baptist had done great things. That's why you have to pray for me also as your pastor. He had done great things in the kingdom of God. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the word. Once again, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trent Calgary. Have a blessed day.